Zoo. Hello, 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 Mask Off Crown Honors. This is your host, Kiana D, coming at you with another episode of Mask Off Crowns On. I am recording outside today just because I want to be in nature, feel the breeze. So just in case you hear any birds, just flow with us today. I am with the amazing Frederica Bester of 2B Fancy Beauty Supply. Um, we are friends. We recorded before together in season one, um, talking about various things. And now we're back talking about, again, motherhood, because we're finishing up our May episodes. Um, and we're also going to be talking about her upcoming ben- business venture with 2B Fancy. So without further ado, I give you Freddie. Hello, hello, queen. Hello. Hi, guys. Look, I like that one better. <laughs> that works. Right. Um, but welcome and thank you again for coming on the show. Um, again. Huh? I said thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Ooh, welcome. I was just going to say, um, you could be on anybody's show. So I thank you for, you know, taking the time out to be here. Um, so to start out, tell us, I guess, give us a little bit about your background, um, just about you in general at first. Let's start out there. Um, this is always the harder question to answer. I don't know why. I think I said this the last time, so I think this is going to forever be me. Talking about me, um, I am from Hattiesburg, Mississippi, born and raised. I completed all of my schooling in Mississippi, so there I completed um, high school, went on to Tulu College and did computer science as well, then went to uh, Mississippi College to get my degree, uh, my Juris Doctorate, which is um, the law school. So that is me, but I'm first generation in all of those degree fields. Um, and I was raised by my grandmother. Um, so, and then my mom being in and out and uh, being incarcerated. So, I have a list and traditional background. However, um, academia wise, <laughs> that has not shown at all. So, that's typically me um, in a nutshell, summation of everything I've been through. Uh, I went on to college and pledged in the sorority. I went on a little bit further to, you know, um, now opening up my first beauty supply store, starting online. I am looking for locations, but it's something that I've always wanted to do outside of. you know, the law and legal and computer science. Um, There you're going to be able to see me do all of my, the other talents that I've had kept hidden for so long where you'll see me interacting with the hair, the products. You'll get to see me uh, putting together what is my therapeutic um, portion of my life where I'm, I'm shooting with a photographer and he doesn't know what he's going to shoot that day. All I do is give him a location and, you know, he's there. So I do from hair, makeup, 
styling and all of that. So that's pretty much me. Um, when used to say, used to call it a jack of all trade and master of nothing. I want to reach rephrase that because you can still be a jack of all trade and master a lot of things at one time. So um, that's pretty much me in a nutshell right now. Uh, I know we know what to say. <laughs> okay, no, I was just making sure before before I cut in. Um, I want to make sure you were done. Yeah. But yes, yes um, everybody, and um, when I tell you she's amazing at it all, um, just to see her visions come to life. Um, it's truly amazing because you know to see it. You know, sometimes I get to be able to be there. You know, behind the scenes sometimes, um, and then to watch the final product is absolutely amazing. Um, but you said you didn't have a traditional upbringing in the sense that you was raised by your grandmother. Yes. Um, but one thing kind of stuck out to me how you said it. You was like it. Ne- it didn't show up academically. You couldn't see it. Um, what did you mean by that? Well, I've always been uh, a scholastic overachiever to a certain extent. So I graduated high school with uh, I graduated high school with high honors. I was in the top ten um, of a class of about two hundred and fifty. Uh, went to school and proceeded to get um, summa cum laude, like a magna cum laude, and and um undergrad in computer science and went on to, you know, finish law school. So those were some of the in, uh, indicators that it didn't show. But as a child, like I was valedictorian of my elementary school. I w- scored a perfect score on state test. Like I ended up being that individual, even though my, uh, what I know now, uh, my home life <laughs> was not that uh, of whatever normalcy that I would like to have been um, what what someone would probably not have done is continue to excel scholastically while going through uh, you know mental physical and emotional abuse mm-hmm. so. okay and so would you like to go into detail about, well not necessarily detail, but uh, a short synopsis of your upbringing, um, your relationship to your grandmother and your mother? Um, sure. I, uh, well, it's, it's not to say that that is the lasting um, impression that I have on those because this now, uh, well that's why we're here now, so, but at the time it was really strained um, um, went from seeing my mother being physically abused young to me reacting in such a way where I um, I just immediately started crying one time when my, my grandmother was trying to take me home to my mom so it had and I was like two years old at the time and not knowing what was going on but I knew how the way to get to home which is my mother's house and once I realized that's where I was going, I just immediately started crying, like nervous breakdown type stuff. Like, so it wasn't until it was like, okay, you don't have to go back, that I I just stopped crying. So um, going from that situation to going to uh, uh, living in with more of a mental, physical, and emotional abuse, so I went from seeing you know physical to actually receiving 
the um, other ends of those types of abuse. And so when those are, this is the early stages of my life and people are not, you know, not into, we don't tend to realize how much of an effect it's going to happen as an adult. And so missing those major st- developmental steps as a child does, you know, affect me and as an adult. So I do take the necessary time and precautions, therapy, medication, you know, that the works to make sure self-care, to make sure that I'm doing my part to reverse the, you know, the pathology of all this trauma abuse. And um, so... It, it is to say that I, I I did come from these situations, but I am also. It is also to be said that I'm I'm from Mississippi. So when you think about Mississippi and all the negative connotations that come with it, I have to realize that most of the time my people stopped off. We just stopped in Mississippi. Now a couple of us went to Chicago, but I'm from Mississippi, so that's where my roots were, and that's where you're gonna find the lineage. And it wasn't that much long that you know we just coming out of slavery, so. It, uh, this type of uh, upbringing and things like that, it ends up being just being survival. Mm-hmm. I can't really fault. I, I can fault adults for their behavior, but as far as just the lack of knowledge, the understanding of what's going on, as well as just your typical stress, like, okay, listen, I've always been like that to, you know, have some understanding, but that's not to say that as an adult, you know, all actions are forgivable and are warranted, you know? So that's pretty much uh, uh, my upbringing in a, in a, uh, in a nutshell, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we'll have tons of episodes if we go to, to smaller uh, snippets, but you know that means I can come back. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> um, so with that being said, um, take us to this past Mother's Day um, and your experience for your first time with this with this recent Mother's Day experience. Well, this was guys on um, 28, so that's to be notated to say that I feel like this was the first um, Mother's Day that I had with, with my mom as well as my grandmother and not have a taint on um, on anything or not realizing it was last year when I realized how every Mother's Day I was really spending and I was spending in, in bed. And not even knowing that that's what I was doing and staying away from social media because I don't have that by the way my alleged biological father is deceased. But that's not after being (laughs) in situations where uh, the guy that was alleged to be my father, um, them and their family not claiming me. So... It uh it 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 begs the differ of what happened and why I didn't have any positive you know Mother's Day images, but I realized that all you know all my life I had been trying to do the uh, making normality. So when I went back home, I got to see some of the small things that I may have bought as an um 
as a child, you know, Mother's Day, Mother's Day little things and stuff like that. And at the time, it wasn't um, recognized or anything like that. But now that I go back and I see those little knickknacks there around, you know, about my, my mom's house, around my grandmother's house, and me keeping, you know, things that we made in uh, elementary school. Like, I'm, I'm, I am um, I'm flabbergasted as well as, like, a, in awe of where my healing has come. Because a year ago, I would not have thought that I would have been in a place where, yes, I want to celebrate Mother's Day. I, this was the first time I bought a small gift, bought my shirt. Mm. I bought my mom's shirt that said Mama on it, and I bought my grandmother's shirt that said, uh, I think grandmother is the best job or something like that. And it was my new gifts or something like that. It didn't cost too much, but this is what I've always been doing and wanting to do without the taint of, you know, uh, the trauma and things of that nature so um I was able to do that as well as um take my mom to a restaurant that she said she had never been to before um and we really had asked my grandma she called my grandmother and asked her to go but (laughs) we knew that kind of wasn't gonna happen and when we went to go see her before she had actually made uh, we were going to a Taylor restaurant she had actually made you know pasta like a shrimp seafood pasta and then she wanted us to bring her back some dessert so in the same token I feel like you know she did come out and eat with us because she made her own and that's just her her way of dealing and wanting to be in the house so it, it was just a different experience because like I said a year ago I was running away from home you know running away from my hometown to where this time I, I made a trip and I, I stayed longer than I, I normally would have ever stayed in. Um, so to get here to not only, you know, I'm not in the bed on Mother's Day, you know, but I'm actually in spaces, you know, and stuff like that because I think I had to create these type of memories. I didn't have these memories and I, I knew that within myself that I wanted some of those. So it was, you know, a, a joyous occasion as well as it, it can hit to, you know, to a little bit of sad because I realized that that was my my first time having a Mother's Day and yeah. uh, time time goes by. I've had I'm back home. I had you know friends, mom who just you know closed that just passed. So it's just like at some point I know that those times are going to run thin. So I need to uh, you know as an adult try to hold on to as many that I can get because I didn't start out like everybody that has this this stockpile of from you know childhood you know on up and stuff like that so um that was kind of where we were where would I where I was on that for Mother's Day mm-hmm. I think that that is just it was it was a little bit of an out of body experience like I genuinely had a laugh with them on the last day and it brought tears to my eyes because it's like I, I that's I never thought I was gonna get to this point. Like I knew I could, but mm-hmm. to get here, like that's something different. Yeah, yeah. Uh so. oh, that's beautiful. It's beautiful to hear, and like I, I honestly feel, even as you talk, I I kind of felt even more of the weight kind of lift off you. You know, yeah, off words and everything. So. 
um it's just refreshing and it's beautiful to hear and i'm excited for you i'm excited for where y'all are you know and on this you know journey and of, of healing and coming together you know as a family as generations because you know you still got three generations you know that you can that you still hear and represent it you know um, technically four energy hmm? technically four because my 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 family has the pathology to at least see four lineage wow. um, in, in our lifetime. So you at least get to see your great-grandmother. Like, I got to meet my great-grandmother. Yeah. Um, so when I was in town, ended up playing out so well because my business, I planned on, you know, recycling that energy. It was mm-hmm. um, our business, the date of our back business expo is at one thirty. That is when my great-grandmother's funeral was. Um a hundred or something like well, less than a hundred years ago but wow. my great grandmother was born in 1911 that's 110 years like I was born you know I had my graduation in 2011 so it just to to come this far and to see uh to know that you can see four generations but I want to see some healing within that yeah. I have to see so when I was down there you know just talking with my family I really took this time I made it a road trip and I didn't plan on making the road trip but it got to a point where it was just like I need to I called it my grounding I don't realize that I do it so much but I, I have to go go back and get the grounding of where I'm from I wrote I got to see where um on some of my life vision boards where I had um, I had wrote you know like I don't forget where you come from and stuff like that I had seen some of my old messages from friends and stuff like that saying uh, me seeing the plea of saying I gotta get out of this I gotta get out of here um and it got to a point where I realized that I did exactly what I said I was gonna do and it was this flow of emotion and tears because what I said I was going to do is keep going and and not to stop and still not even feeling that I'm peaking but letting them know like I'm I'm a force to be reckoned with so Mm -hmm. I did all of this with all of the stress on me I want to see what I could do without all of that and I feel that I have uh, you know, alleviated some of the, the, the tension within myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like when everybody else says, you're you going to be the only person that know when when it's time to heal or when it's time to get over something. And it really becomes some, when you finally connect the dots and it makes some type of sense to you. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, can, I kept saying I wanted to choose this, but now to, to actually uh, live this and to, to be setting boundaries in, um, in my relationships, to understand that I know my worth and I'm going to demand that from everybody that I come into contact with. And I, I do that. Why? Because mm-hmm. I know who I am. And I, I've just gotten so much validation within the last month of May uh, that... I've always been solid. I've always been genuine. So I've always been consistently who I am. Mm-hmm. It's just to know that, yeah, I'll get there with you. If you're not going to mistreat anybody in front of me, you're not going to mistreat me. But it's just to, to go in, uh, in this life and to, to say, okay, you know, what can I do and what can I see myself uh, with outside of, you know, the hurt, the pain, and the trauma. And um, I got some little family history when I went home. Um, 
guys, if you go to, you know, my pages, my social media, we didn't even know this, but my, my mother's name is, her, her nickname is Angel, and I wonder where it came from, where, and my grandmother finally told me, and she said, oh, well, I gave her the name Angel, and I was like, oh, okay, well, what does it mean, why, and she said, because she was just the darkest little baby that I had ever seen one day, because she's the only child, and I called her Angel, and I was just mm-hmm. like, not realizing that I always call myself Angel Junior, Angel 2.0, because I am my mother's darkest child, and mm. um, a lot of uh, the remnants of my mom, like, had I, if I don't get a rein on a lot of the situations and trauma that I have, then I would mimic, you know, my mother's decisions that she's taken in her lifetime. So, knowing that, uh, Oh, yeah, I am like a really descendant, you know, of my mom as well as my grandmother, even regardless of how much, you know, situations that I've had to go go through and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, I, I I really am at that point of the, the 2.0 the, to, to see. So when you see when I realized that I had these pictures with these angel wings and stuff like that, it was indicative to say, you know, I could easily be one decision from mimicking my mother's life. But what, what I'm choosing to do now is, you know, to live and to uh, to prosper and to do what I said I was going to do. And I, I didn't realize that I was actually doing that. Like, I always say, make it a point to do what I say what I'm going to do. But I had never physically felt it, like, the reality part of it. Like, oh, you really did do what you say you are going to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, <coughs> sorry about that, you guys. Huh? <laughs> I had coughed. I was like, sorry about that, you guys. Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> But um yeah, so that that's kind of like I said, the flow of what's been going on to see the the re recycle of energy, mm-hmm. um, familiar energy and stuff like that. Like I just really want to see what I can do without the pain. And when yeah. I first first moved here, um. I met someone who told me, you know, are you scared of what you look like without the pain? And, and I, I, I don't think I'm scared. It's just to know, like, oh, I can do this without any of, you know, the trauma and uh, negativity of holding on to it and really taking the time to for, uh, forgive. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, it ends up being, you know, oxymoron of everything like what I what I chose to use to fuel me to say that I don't want to be I'm, I'm inevitably going to you know inherit those traits and uh, feelings and everything else that goes along with it mm-hmm. so uh, my May was something totally different to to, to finally feel uh, I guess some sense of you know family yeah And the thing is, because you are doing the work and you are healing, you know, not only yourself, but your past generations and the future generations. And that's the most beautiful part about it. Like, um, you know, you know, people on the outside, you know, they wouldn't know. But, you know, just seeing, you know, you and your mom together, you know what I'm saying? You, even though hearing some of the story and even though, you know, hearing it again now, it's just you still see the growth and you still wouldn't see you know 
what you've been through. Really, that's that's about as plain as I could. You don't see what you what you guys have been through, and that's a really really beautiful thing and a really beautiful testament to people that you know did not always have again a beautiful relationship with their mothers, their fathers, you know their parentals um, because of different traumas growing up, and to show that you know that type of relationship can still be had if you want it and if you do the work because it's again if you would have waited you know, for your mom to do the work, then would y'all even be where y'all are today? No, and I think that's the reason why it took so long to get, for me to get here, because in some sense, uh, I do expect people to, when you make a mistake, you need to go back and correct that mistake. You can't really correct it. You just acknowledge, you know, that you've made the mistake. And, um, I always talk to people now and realize that in your healing process, you're the only person probably healing in that time. So trying to bring them numerous times, trying to bring my family into that healing, thinking that we can all heal at the same time. All of those things, you know, um, they just made me bump my head so many times to now where I'm like, okay, you know, this is what I truly have to do, be it being selfish. And I've always, like you said, I've always been able to put it together as, uh, so that it looks normal because all mm-hmm. I wanted was some sense of normality. And that was always to my detriment as well because people never knew to, you know, ask. And I never was open enough to ask for help, you know, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So to, to know that, like you said, that, we, you can possibly get to situations and relationships like that. It really takes you making the conscious decision. And, like, yes, I still had some hiccups where I'm like, y'all keep pissing me off. And I'm like, I just had anxiety attack. But it just let me know that, okay, I really have to make the decision. When they say you choose happy, you have to constantly do that. And yeah. I, I still find myself slipping and falling and, um, you know, having those moments and stuff like that. But to to know that, okay, I need to talk to somebody. Okay, I need to do uh, X, Y, and Z so I can get this out of my head, out of my system. Whatever it is at the time, it's, um, it's making this flow and transition a little bit lighter. And so happened that I came home and was driving on the night that we had a full moon. So I got to see all of the transitions from the moon. And I think that, you know, I've said that March is really my a big transition month, but I also think May is too. It um, has marked a lot of things. This is a, the 10th year of my, you know, my high school graduation. I, I was homeless before I even graduated high school. So it's just indicative to show that I didn't think 10 years I was going to be here. So mm-hmm. now that I know I can last, I can stand, I can withstand, uh, I really want to see what the next 10 years is going to look like. I, yes, I yes. Every person I'm keep running into and I'm just talking to, they're like, oh my gosh, I've been, I always know you seen you going places. Uh, you know, I think I'm going to see you in the 40th. Forbes under 40, you know, just to, and it's always been people saying it like that, but you ne- people never taking the time out to, you know, get to know me because of when I face it up. <laughs> but, um, like, just to, 
just to get you know get that reassurance because even in this whole this traveling in the road trip what what was very the turning point there was two situations turning point was one um I never looked at our group pictures. When you go to To Be Fancy, you guys, you're going to see Kiana D in some <laughs> photos. So I'm excited. But what happened was is I took two photo shoots and never looked at, only looked at like two or three photos. Um, and that may have showed um, you guys that were in it one or two. And it's like, send me more. Well, I hadn't looked at them. So it took at least two or three weeks before. Well, not two or three weeks, like a week or two before I actually looked through the, the pictures. And it was because I didn't know who it was. I didn't recognize myself. And while I was at home, I was in one of my friend's house. And I showed her the picture. And I did not recognize myself seriously. And I was just like, okay. She was like, I, I like this. And she was just like... And I was holding my nephews and stuff like that. So I was just so flabbergasted. Who the, who is that? Like, I, I was, you know, like, I want that. I want to be her and stuff like that. And I was so, like, dumbfounded. My friend, she looked at me and my sister. She was like, uh, yeah, girl, that's you. It's really you. And I was still with the stupid face. And then she, then I looked at my nephews and said, man, that's you having all the skills and talent to do whatever it is that you want to do and not believing in yourself. And it's like, I don't, I looked at them and said, I don't ever want you guys to feel like that. You go and you leave, you know? So the whole, my whole, uh, uh, this month of May has been like, okay, you need to leave. But the, you, you have to, you have to. And so that same friend had told me, you know, hey, how long are you going to stay? You normally get up in the morning and just leave. And we just uh, spent the day with them. And I, it made me, it clicked in me, like, just as much as I want my friends to show up for me, and as well as me showing up for them, I matter. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and stuff like that. I have to nurture all of these relationships the way that I had. So I really wanted to see the people that love me. You know, love on the people that love on you because... They need that back. They need that refill. So to have those two experience outside of just this this month of everything coming to a, a beginning and end mm-hmm. with uh, people understanding, recognizing, having these talks with you know some of my ten year classmates and stuff like that, just really you know realizing and knowing that I like I said once again has always been this solid I've always been like this my whole life and I really was before before my time they always say sometimes you just don't look like I wasn't I didn't fit in mm-hmm. at the time and with there was no area that I could fit in because I was a jack of all trades literally exactly. um, so now to get here on the outside of it I'm looking at my, you know, the little, I know I showed you the heart thing that I made for my uh, vision board this mm-hmm. year. And I put travel on there, and that's what I've done. Yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> You've been on the highways and byways, and I'm just like, the Lord, Lord told me to do. Okay. <laughs> there ain't nothing wrong with it. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. This is the best time of your life. Yeah. So yes. I'm so glad to see it. I'm so glad to see it. When I tell you, and again, I'm so grateful for where you are and your story because that's beautiful. Like you are healing 
your family, you healing generations, and you showing the next little sister that's watching you that she can do it too. And so, yes, you are gonna be on that floors before forty list. Yes, you gonna um, keep creating these multiple businesses along with you know your law business and everything as you continue to um, yes. you know slow and it, it comes together because I ain't gonna say figure it out because we know source figuring out well not that source ain't even figuring out he are, it's already worked out we just uh, want yeah. to it you know so as you discover and you slow like I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of this journey with you and to be able to watch you know and to be you know so I'm excited I'm, I'm really excited for everything that you got going on um on that go ahead and give everybody your pen handles um where they can find you um give them info on the upcoming business expo so they can be ready all of that good stuff give us your lowdown okay so listen you guys i'm gonna try to show y'all where y'all can find it So much going on um go ahead and give the audience your um what's going on on the 31st with your business expo um give us information on that and give us all of your panhandles okay okay you guys i'm ready i'm ready i'm ready so the first thing you can find this is it's gonna be on ig it's to be fancy beauty supply those words are all spelled out here you're gonna find us with final looks ads advertising any and everything i'll have some a lot of things going on there you can find us on Facebook, and that's Chibi Fancy Beauty Supply. And this is where we're going to have the Black Business Expo. The Black Business Expo is geared to just expose different small black businesses or indoor large, but putting us on different scales. And this Black Business Expo, Expo is going to have um, vendors from all over the South, Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, Tennessee, you know, Georgia, Florida. So those things are going to be covered as well as we're trying to expand. When we're doing business, we are making sure we're doing it with black owned and operated. This doesn't mean we're not doing business with other people, but we try to make sure that we are recycling the black dollar as well as, um, you know, making sure that we keep the connection and the, the flow there. So that's what happened and what you'll see on our Facebook. Um, you'll see local ads, all of those things on there. Then we do have a Beagle Live. That's going to be the number two, the letter B, and Fancy Beauty Sub. And that is going to be an SUP. That is going to be where you'll find us having different lives, makeup tutorials, hair tutorials. Those are going to be live. So once they're up there, they come down. You've seen those. Um, but you can find more um, detailed videos. We're going to be on our YouTube. That way you'll see more um vlogging youtube um tutorials of hair different uh reviews so you'll see that on there and then we do have a twitter that twitter is going to be the number two the letter b fancy beauty um so any and everything can go on the, on the twitter um just ads whatever interactive we very interactive on social media we do have a snapchat as well that's going to be all spelled out to be fancy beauty and um, TikTok, which is to be fancy beauty supply. These are all um, things that are uh, 
that are free for you to do, which is like, share, subscribe. These is what's going to keep us moving in the momentum to make sure that we are, are reaching other demographics. So this is free. Do those things that are free and cost you nothing. Like, share, and subscribe. And we are making sure that we provide investment opportunities coming for you. We want to make sure that you have the opportunity to also get um, get money with us. We want to teach you guys how to open other Black-owned beauty supply stores as well as understanding we already spend our money there. So why not get the money that we spend back? Um, so that's really what we're, we're at to be fancy. We're geared up. We're ready. I'm ready to show you our child, our brainchild. I'm ready to um, interact with you guys and just really, you know, get this business up in a float so that's where you can meet us if you don't know where to find us once you click on anything it's going to say to be fancy beauty supply and the website is coming soon so i will be launching that and letting you know the date that the website is going to be live and active and i can't wait to transact business with you guys Y'all, please check her out. Um, when I tell you, you will not be disappointed. Um, again, from your hair, your lashes, um, she has purses, um, all of that. It's a lot, guys. Anything that we can put our hands on. This is going to be a hair store, hair store. You know what we want to see in the hair store and what you can achieve from the hair store. So... That's what I'm hoping to bring out to make sure you guys know uh, we need to we have African American hair accessible. Yes, yes. So okay, make sure you guys go follow her. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. (laughs) Thank you again for listening. This has been another episode of Mask Off Crowns On, and as always, y'all continue to be your most authentic real life self live your life because can't nobody else live it for you all right until next monday see you soon love you guys bye